what did I tell you about that being fire? Guys, that was an incredible talk from Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher. So if you've never followed him before, guys, make sure that you're following his YouTube, you're following his Instagram, you're following his Facebook, because you will get so much breathed into you every time you listen to anything that he has to say. And he starts out his conversation of why do you need more money? I mean, that's a pretty simple question, and I'm pretty sure a lot of us know the answer, but the answer that he has is completely different than what I think most of us think, because I know a lot of us would think that I need more money because, you know, I want stuff, things. Uh, I've said it before, money is like oxygen. When you have it, you don't ever think about it, but the moment that it starts disappearing and it's gone, that's all you can think about. So for most people, money is a lack of oxygen, but he said, why do you need to make money? He said, the reason why you need to make more money is so that you can go out and do incredible things for God's kingdom. I mean, what an excellent way to start a conversation. He said, you need to be wealthy so that you can impact more lives for the good than what bad people are currently impacting with the money that they have. See, there is a war going on and you don't understand that on the opposite side, you are there with your money to, to do good, to combat bad things that are going on with money. He goes, so the first thing that you need to do is you need to start changing your family's life and the people that are closely around you, your circle. So what that sounds like is the, the, the conversation of when you're flying in a plane and the oxygen mask comes down, you don't instantly start putting it around on all the chairs around you. You don't help people put it on. It tells you first you need to put it on yourself and then go help the people around you. So the first thing that you need to do is you need to help yourself with oxygen, help yourself and the people closest around you get better. He said, then when you have that done, then your focus needs to become on other people outside of your circle. And he said, when you start going outside of your circle, that's when things start to compound. So think about that with your business right now. If currently your business is focused on what you can do and what you can do and what you can do, it can only go so far. But the moment you start bringing people in and training other people and other people start going out with the same mission as you and doing the same work as you, it compounds and it multiplies and it becomes greater than anything you could have ever imagined of doing on your own. He said, and think about it this way. Somebody else looked at you as their one more. You need to go out and be that one more for somebody else. Uh, I said this yesterday in, in my reel. I said, you are the person that needs to show up as your best self because somebody is out there waiting and praying for you to be that person to show up for them. You know, if someone else didn't try and didn't go out and become one more for Stephanie and I, we wouldn't be here today. If somebody didn't try one more time, to offer this business, Stephanie and I wouldn't be out here doing what we're doing now. So think about that. The impact and the reach that we've been able to have is also counted towards the person who showed us as a part of their reward. So think about that. 
what you're doing today to help somebody else, you never know where it's going to lead them and what it could have entailed for you on the other side. The thing that you need to do today is take time to figure out what your one more is and do it. Is it one more post? Is it one more conversation? Is it one more workout? You know, what is that one more thing that you need to do consistently that will create momentum and results to get you towards the goals that you are trying to accomplish? The other thing he talked about was along the path of one more, you need to find out what your passion is. He said, where have you come from? Once you know where you come from, what are the things that you've gone, to, gone through? That is who you can connect with the deepest and have the most connection and impact through. So think of it this way. Stephanie and I, you know, we were in food lines. We went through bankruptcy. We went through foreclosure. We lost our real estate. We lost our fitness franchises. We went through all of those things. Who do you think we connect with the most? People that have instant success stories? No, the people that we connect with the most are the people who are standing in food lines, really short on money, close to bankruptcy, close to losing it all, because we've been there. We know how to communicate and speak to you and let you know that just by doing one more thing, one more try, it could be the next thing that leads you to the greatness to get you out of your situation, to get you to where you want to be. The other thing he talked about is being the first one in your family. You know, a lot of people look at their family and they point to their family and they say, well, look, you know, I didn't have a dad. I had a single mom. You know, I had two parents, but, you know, they weren't wealthy. You know, none of people in my family went to college. He said, if you keep that mindset, you will stay in that mindset. So today I want you to create the mindset of you are going to be the first in your family. So write a list of the things that you are going to be the first of. Take all of the things that you look at as reasons why you can't do this and start speaking to them as the reasons why you are going to do this and why you are going to be the first one in your family. It's not the hand that you were dealt. It's how you play that hand. And that's the thing is, if you take a look at the things that have been done to you or the things that have happened to you or the things that you've come from, and you use those as your reason to stay there, you should just put that hand down and just walk away. He said, but you can use those things as fuel for your passion to move you through to the next level. The next thing he said is, what will you do when adversity strikes? Not what will you do? If adversity strikes, the key word was when. We know it will, so you should be prepared for it. You should know that it's going to come. What are you going to do when it shows up? And he said the first thing that he does is he looks to God and goes, thank you. I don't know what prayer this is an answer for, but I know that this is from you, and it's going to help me get through something or help me to connect to somebody else. So if you look at your adversity as a way to get stronger and use it as leverage to help more people, you will notice that the way that you anticipate things and the way that you look at adversities are completely different. 
perfect example for us is Stephanie going through her cancer scare. You know, we had no idea why that was going to happen. You know, but what we did trust was that God did it for a reason and that he was going to get us through it and he was going to take care of us. And what it has allowed us to do is it's given us the ability to help and share with other people that have gone through or are going through a battle with cancer. So when things happen to you, don't look at them as a debilitating situation. Look at them as a way to thank God for another challenge that he's going to allow you to get through, get over, or learn. And he said, sometimes you never get through it. Sometimes it's just a failure to learn from. You need one more shot with a different attitude to get it right this time and go to the next level. He said, God is a God of multiple chances. If you would take the chances that you have and look at them from different angles until you find the right angle to accomplish what it is you were supposed to accomplish, that's when you will see your way through to the other side. And most of that is focused around your attitude. You know, when something happens, make sure that you're looking at it through a positive attitude of, of how can I get through this to get to the next level? And you will start to operate on a completely different level that draws things to you to help you get through. And the next thing you know, you are on the other side with all of the things that you've accomplished and learned from it, which allows you to catapult and multiply into the next place and space that you're going. He also said the other thing that you need to look at is who needs a blessing outside of you? You know, when you're thinking about that, if you are blessed and it's coming from outside of you, it's something that you're not responsible for. It's something that you can't control. It's something that God gave grace and mercy for you so that you could go through to the next level. So I need things to happen outside of my control in order for things to take place all the time. That's why prayer is so important, because if you're praying for God to come in and help you on the things that you can't control, only the things that he can he can control, then that allows you to start looking for the things outside of you in order to accomplish it. But he said, most importantly, the thing that you need to realize is you are supposed to be that blessing outside of someone else to help them. And once you realize that, you will start changing lives on a level that you've never seen before. So if you're always looking for opportunities to help and serve others, you are going to live a dramatically different life, a wealthy life. And he said, wealth, not just as in money or materials, but you will live a life of significance and you will have a purpose and you will feel fulfilled more than if you were solely working on things for yourself and accomplishing success and gathering up all sorts of accolades just for yourself. He said most people that he knows that focus on that live empty lives and they're always searching for more and they always come to him asking, why don't I feel fulfilled? And he said, it's because of the fact that they haven't transitioned their, their success from themselves to being success for other people. He said, it's better to give 
then receive. Now, I know he didn't originally start with that. I mean, that, that wasn't his statement. That's from the Bible. It is better to give than to receive. And he said, that is how it works. You give, you pour into others, you plant seeds into others, and then you receive a harvest. You don't know what that harvest is going to be or when it's going to come, but he knows that when you plant seeds, it is a law. You will have a harvest. It's not harvest and then plant seeds. So go out and start planting seeds everywhere you possibly can so that when your harvest comes in, you will be harvesting from multiple areas. He said, you never know what will come from your one more. So guys, today, take a look at what that one more is going to be for you and that one more that you're going to do to help somebody else and watch your world change. Guys, I hope this helped. Go back through, listen to the replay again, share it with people because people need to hear this message. Go out and make it an amazing day. And I hope your day is as awesome as you are. I'll see ya.